With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Here with the 189th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to title this episode, Quinn Thanks the Doctors, Nurses, and First Responders. Uh, Coach Dan, when he spoke to the media last week before he got started, he wanted to uh, thank the people on the front lines here who are helping us all get through this coronavirus pandemic. So we'll go to that right away, and then we get into some football up. Discuss with him the offensive and defensive lines. I don't care, whatever, who all, however many running backs you sign. If you can't block, you're not going anywhere. You can't stop the run, you're not going anywhere. So we talked about the trenches right away with Coach Dan. Uh, normally, we would have had him a little bit longer down the owners' meeting. And, uh, you know, during the off season when I, I like to get them to talk about uh, each position group, uh, they usually go in-depth and, you know, give us a good feel of where they're at heading into the draft, who did well. Uh, those coaches watch so much film, and uh, they're in there grinding away on that and breaking it down, you know. So they had already had everything broken down from last year and started on it this year. Uh, so I like to really uh, go after that information for you guys here in the slow part because uh, they're up there working away, and as much as they can share with us, the better. So we got Coach Quinn. We're going to start off with him, talk about the new jerseys, our position-by-position position series that's ongoing. We got about three more to write here. The nine of the 12 are in the barn. Uh, the draft board set. We found that out today. Uh, got three people I know that are on that draft board, and uh, we'll discuss those. I got to get four and five on the radar. I think I got the pick nailed, but we're going to uh, save that for the final mock draft next week. And number five, the virtual draft. We'll hear from Coach Quinn about getting ready for the virtual draft, which, you know, they'll be working out of homes and uh, getting ready here. As uh, Commissioner Goodell has mandated the uh, at-home draft here for 2020. But let's go ahead and get started with Coach Dan and his appreciation for the first responders, the doctors, and the lawyers. It's uh, doctors and nurses. Tricky time to even have this conversation. There's so many things that are going on that are like way bigger than football. Um, but I'm also aware that football is probably a much needed break uh, from everything else that's going on. Man, I'm like so pumped to be on with you guys, and at least for the next 30 minutes, get to talk some football and uh, talk about the team and uh, get going from there. So I know there's a lot of uncertainty outside, but I would like to start off um, with some things. Uh, that I am totally certain about. And uh, what I do know I'm certain about is uh, and my appreciation and gratitude and thankfulness for 
all the doctors and nurses and first responders and uh, people working in our grocery stores and pharmacies and like just everybody is helping us get through this. It's uh, I know oftentimes sports personalities can be seen um, as heroes or, or in that light. And I think what this time has shown is like the people that are stepping up, uh, not just here in Atlanta, but all over the country and all over like the world for that matter. Um, I think that's, it's one of the coolest things to watch from afar and to know um, people have that kind of grittiness and toughness and love. And uh, so it's really cool to see. Um, as a team, um, we're certainly following all the guidelines um, that set forth by the city and the state and the NFL and everything else. So we're doing well as a team. Uh, one thing I wish we could have called uh, one thing differently. I wish instead of social distancing, I wish we had called it physical distancing because socially uh, we so need to be connected. Um, I'm sure you guys have felt that spot too. That's been one of the most difficult spots here is that sometimes that feeling of isolation. And so we've gone for it pretty hard in terms of uh, things that we wanted to do to stay connected. And I think, um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I know I for sure have through phone calls and FaceTime and video conferencing and uh, the ability in a FaceTime or a video conference to be present with somebody, uh, it's a big deal. And so I've enjoyed visiting with players, coaches, uh, draft prospects as we're going through. And so um, at times it's felt like I was on the Jetsons here. I'm a football coach now, learned how to online teach and coach. So uh, there's been a lot of things over the last month from a learning standpoint that's been um, you know, challenging and, um, you know, in a lot of ways uh, helps you grow and get better. I know a lot of you guys are doing that too. So, um, but anyway, I'm, uh, I know you want to talk about some football and I'll tell you, I do too. So let's get rocking and, and, uh, let's get to it. So Dave, you can uh, lead it off and, um, I'll, uh, I'll take as many questions as we need. All right. Uh, open up D-Lib, you know, knocked out two questions. Uh, yeah, coach, how you doing today? Uh, doing good, man. Okay. Hey, I just want to, um, you know, ask my, usually at the owner's meeting, we go position group by position group, but we've got a lot of people today. So I'll just start with the O-line and D-line, uh, you know, with, with the roster being remade through free agency, where, where do you think you all are at uh, in the trenches? Well, certainly, um, you know, on the right side, you know, Caleb and Chris, with Chris coming back, you know, towards the end of the season, that was a big deal for us. And, uh, you know, Alex kind of man in the middle of uh, go over on the left side. So uh, certainly, uh, you know, we'll work through where we're at on the left guard side and the swing tackle. Those are things uh, led as we're digging into the off season. Uh, that's a big focus for us. But uh, that's where we're at. That's the spot, uh, you know, that we're still digging on and seeing what that will look like. I think, you know, for us too early to tell um, what that would be. We've got some good candidates, obviously, um, about what it could look like, but too early to tell today. But uh, we're in good shape um, at a number of spots, fortunately. And the, the D line, uh, you lost, you know, uh, well, Vic was, you know, gone, and you lost Clay and uh, Crawford, uh, Kaminsky and Sanat, you know, are still, you know, the young guys you're developing. Uh, how are you feeling on that side of the ball, on the line? Yeah, well, 
you know, to be able to re-sign Ty, that was a big deal for us. And, uh, you know, from the nose tackle side of things, I think Ty, you know, his ability in the run game, I think you guys saw that. You know, that was a good addition for us. And so uh, having Allen back, that also, you know, his versatility to play outside and inside. We certainly see, you know, Kaminsky, his role increasing as it's going. And one guy that we haven't talked about, but we're excited to have him back is Stephen Means. You know, we lost Means so early on in last year. Uh, his energy, his length, he provides pass rush for us. So we're excited to get him back. And then with the addition of Dante to the group, um, we like where that's headed. Um, but, you know, that's certainly a lot of reps and snaps that you just indicated, you know, guys who played meaningful snaps, you know, over the last few years. And uh, but we're excited about, uh, you know, having Steven back, obviously, from the injury. We're excited about, you know, Dante and, and his addition to the team. Um, and so those are guys, you know, that, uh, you know, hopefully – will add into some of those reps, you know, that were taken from a year ago. All right, that's Coach Dan talking about the, the trenches. Uh, Got to get started there. Uh, big takeaways, uh, left guard swing tackle, uh, James Carpenter, Jamin Brown, uh, but, you know, he's got a whole host of people going to be fighting for that spot. Schweitzer's gone. Uh and uh, you know, so they 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 need a left guard. Carpenter was hurt. If he could regain his, uh, you know, he's a pro guard. So, uh, but I fully expect them to take one in the second round. Left guard center who could take over for Mac eventually. So, uh, the left guard is going to be addressed in the draft. Uh, we do believe. Now on the defensive side of the ball, later on, you know, he talked about. Uh, they're getting Davidson back. That was big. He played well against the run. Hyped up Stephen Means is coming back from Achilles. Uh, you know, been trying to stick in the league, and, and they like him. Later on, he gave some praise to Kaminsky. He didn't acknowledge Sanat, so I don't know what that means. So, uh, But, yeah, on the defensive side of the ball, they got to replace 1,656 snaps uh, that they let go out the door. And Fowler get Beasley's. Uh, Kaminsky's going to have to get Crawford's, and then I don't know, uh, they're going to have to draft Claiborne's replacement. So, uh, there you go. Some football from head coach Dan Quinn. Uh, tribute to the first responders. He talked about the grocery store workers. I started thinking about uh, one of the uh, little Smyrna Seahawks. His mom, Miss Cash, she works in the uh, flower department at our Kroger, so I always peek over there to see See if she's there and wondering how they're doing, homeschooling young kids and trying to work too. God, it's got to be tough uh, during this uh, coronavirus pandemic. Now, we also, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the New Jerseys. They're on sale. They went on sale today, 414. So, you know, uh, folks uh, been waiting for their New Jerseys. They can get them and rep them now. So I don't know. I didn't see how much they cost. I should have went online. I know my neighbor will tell me he uh, he's a big Falcon fan. We'll see uh, where he's at with his. He might be waiting until the draft so you can get the new player's number. So we'll see how that goes. Third today, our position by position series is uh, raging on. That's been a uh, labor of love here during the home um you know, home self-distancing and so forth. You know, we started uh, Tuesday, last Tuesday doing with the quarterbacks. And uh, Joe Burrow, of course, headed up that story. And the running backs, you know, we got uh, Cam Evers, who uh, 
you know, uh, had to deal with his mom's breast cancer. Tight end Harrison Bryant, the kid from uh, Milledgeville. Receivers, Jerry Judy or C.D. Lamb, how are you going there? Uh, offensive guard, um, wrote it on Solomon Conley, the Georgia uh, guard who, uh, I don't know, some of these kids should stay in school. I don't know, but they, they, they got their mindset on going pro. And, uh, you know, he's not going to be a high pick. Should have stayed in school and got his degree for the long play. But uh, maybe he'll come back and get it. Uh, tackles. Uh, you know, there's a lot of good tackles in the draft. Uh, the worst kid out of Iowa, uh, Jedrick Wills out of Alabama. Those are the top two kids there. Then defense. We got over to the defensive side of the ball. And that was fun because I talked to Derek Brown when he was in Auburn's uh, pro day. He didn't want to do the podium, so we walked in the locker room and did a little short interview there with him. Uh, he's certainly going to be in the top ten. And then a defensive ends, uh, you know, Chase Young, we did it on him. He's going to be a fabulous player in this league. Uh, he addressed the accusations that he dropped off, his play dropped off over the final three games. And he said, no, you." He, they were sending two three people at me. I was getting there and disrupting the activities. But, you know, he didn't get any sacks in those three games that he came back from the uh, suspension. Now, he uh, received money to pay for his girlfriend's plane ticket from a friend, but it was a friend that he didn't know before he went to Ohio State. So that's why he got, that looks like an extra benefit. Uh, so um, that's why he got the two games. But Ohio State's AD Gene Smith said they came clean with it and they don't hide anything and, you know, but whatever. But Chase goes second to the Redskins from Upper Marlboro. Be kind of a homecoming for him going back to D.C. Now, uh, today is Wednesday. And, you know, I know everybody's losing track of days here and so forth. And I can't. Uh, so today and Wednesday, I can help. I can cheat over here. I got my files. Uh, today was, uh, was Chase Young in the defensive ends. Clavion Chase on. Some people got him going to the Falcons. That would be a reach. That would be a D on the report card. You got better. You're gonna, you can't pass up 10 better players to get a, a knee guy. So I don't think he's a pick, but, hey, he's on our list. So, But anyway, the year gross Matos kid, A.J. Epinesa, these are good, solid kids. You can get them later. Terrell Lewis, the big upside kid, is a kid from Michigan, but he's 245. He's not going to hold up. You know, he could be a designated um, nickel rusher. Uh, Curtis Weaver, kind of different body guy from uh, Boise State. Bradley Anai, 6'3", 257, a little bigger. He might... Third round, I take him. Then uh, there's something on the internet that Jonathan Grenard, who's an Omega, at least he's throwing the hooks up. We don't know. We haven't challenged him. But uh, the Florida uh, defensive end uh, supposedly did a FaceTime with the Falcons. And then uh, Jeffrey Jabari's a nigga, another from Florida, Sprayberry High. Uh, Grenard is from Hiram, so I'm sure we'll meet here soon. But uh, those are some of the defensive ends. So that means tomorrow's the linebackers. 
wrote that today. So that's Isaiah Simmons. And through this whole thing, him and Derek Brown have been the most impressive players outside of, of course, Burrow and uh, and Chase Young. So, you know, you get to learn all these uh, great feats from a lot of players from around the country. But those two uh, are going to probably turn out to be very good players in the National Football League. So then we're saving the cornerbacks for Sunday. That's the big need area for the Falcons. That's the area they got to scout. They can't miss that cornerback. So, you know, we know Okuna's going to be gone. If he slips, they might try to go get him. If not, Henderson is there. And then you get into the next group and, uh, you know, C.J. Fulton, Christian Fulton in that group. So you got to kind of be thinking – cornerback at 16 that's pointing everything pointing to Henderson we'll see how it goes if Ken Law drops Akuda drops uh, Chase Sign's gonna be there uh, so it's gonna be an interesting uh, wrap up to the week we've been talking to people um, last couple of days uh, Gil Brandt Mark Dominic today uh, Dimitrov was on Rich Eisen uh, they're talking about how complicated it's gonna be to make trades how the guys that didn't get the pro days, non-combine guys, are going to probably not get drafted this time around because the teams don't have a way to check their medicals. So not, Dominic, you know, former GM at Tampa, young guy worked for the, worked with Rich McKay as a young guy down there, said that, hey, they need to bring back the scout camps where you could bring in 40 to 50 guys for a scout camp and then you could scout them and then, you know, fill out your rosters that way because, you know, you're missing on all these guys. Uh, Teams are going to have to rely on their scouting directors a lot. So, you know, that's where we're at. The draft board is set. Thomas Dimitrov said that today. And I think it's uh, C.J. Henderson, Javon Kinlaw, Clavion Chason are three of the five guys on their radar. Two, one will definitely be there. Two, they might have to move to go get. uh, And uh, you know, so so we'll see how that goes. And they can get the left guard center in the second round. But let's hear from Coach Quinn here on how he's getting ready for the virtual draft. And virtual, the virtual draft. How are you doing? Getting ready for that. You know what? It was uh, when we first went away from the building, one of the things that we first committed to was as the coaching side, uh, hey, let's let's go scouting full time. As you guys all know, sometimes in the offseason, there's a half of the day that's devoted towards some scouting and the other half on the football. And so we went full time into scouting as we could. And so that would probably have been, you know, like a silver lining of all the discussions based on this new communication that we're using, all the meetings. And uh, that has been good. You know, in terms of the meetings, uh, in terms of the preparation, I think we'll probably have a, a closer look. Um, you know, what all the technology looks like for everybody as we're following the draft as we get closer. But uh, Tom, Thomas and I, uh, he's done a great job of leading you know the way on this, and we're ready to get rocking for sure. All right, there's Coach Quinn on the virtual draft and getting ready for that. So. With that, we're going to wrap up here. 189th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. We certainly heard from uh, Coach Quinn and his appreciation for the first responders. 
the New Jersey's on sale, the position by position series, the Falcons draft board, and how they're going to handle the virtual draft. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents... Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants a rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny... One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.